I don't really tell many people about this story, you know. I mean, for a long time, I didn't talk about it. Mohamed Bazik, a 62-year-old retired engineer, will always remember how the story started, when he met a boy with long lashes. He has long lashes, dark lashes, and even the, the nurses envy him. The boy with long lashes couldn't hear. He couldn't see. He couldn't move his body or regulate his temperature. The baby boy was born with birth defects and a skull full of fluid, and, as far as Muhammad knows, was left by his mother when she crossed the border back to Mexico. Muhammad met the foster boy while he was still in the hospital. The minute I saw him, I fell in love with this kid. Unbelievable. I mean, it's like I know him for a long time. As he'd done with so many other children, Muhammad took the boy, whom we can't name because he was in foster care, home with him. He's the only person in Los Angeles County who exclusively takes in children with terminal illnesses. Before he was a foster dad, Muhammad lived in Libya, and he came to the U.S. to study engineering. He met his wife here, and they quickly learned of the dire need for people to take in children who are dying. Kids whose parents just can't handle it. Somehow, Muhammad handles it again and again. Caring for children with complex medical needs is hard, but losing them is harder. Ten children die in my house, and most of them I was holding them in my, in my arms, you know. Muhammad and his wife had fostered dozens of children when, in 1997, they had their own biological son. Here they'd been sharing their home with kids who needed constant supervision and care. And then their son Adam was born with dwarfism and brittle bone disease. When he born, he has eight skull fraction, broken jars, broke legs and arms. Adam is 19 now and weighs 65 pounds. He can't stand, but he gets around on a device Muhammad made from an ironing board and roller skate wheels. At school, it was dangerous for Adam to play with other kids, but there was one person Adam did get close to, his blind and deaf foster brother. They were an unlikely pair. One was unusually small and couldn't be touched. The other was unusually tall, and touch was his only way to communicate. Because Adam's so small, Adam, he used to crawl over him, lay down on his chest and give him a hug. Every night, when it was time for his foster brother's medicine, Adam would turn on music, and Muhammad would pick up his foster son and dance with him. But as with his other children, the happy times couldn't last. The boy was six when doctors told Muhammad he didn't have long to live, and it would be fine to leave him at the hospital. I said, no, I never let him in the hospital. I've been taking care of him since he was a baby, and this is time he needs me more than before. Two months later, his foster child died. We visit him, you know. I visit my kids, still visiting my kids in the cemetery. I go, me and Adam, and there are eight of them in the same cemetery. In the years since that loss, Muhammad has also lost his wife. And now he cares for Adam and foster children by himself, leaving the house only when a nurse can cover for him. It's grueling work that seems almost crazy. But for Muhammad, it's the most important thing he can do to give his life meaning. There's a lot of people that say, why are you taking kids dying? Why? I said, if you don't take them, nobody want to take them. The world have forgotten about them. And uh, as a human being, I need to help somebody who needs my help. And he'll keep helping them, one by one, for as long as he can.
Kind World tells stories about the profound impact of kindness, and I want to hear your story. Email me at kindworld at wbur.org. You can learn more about the series at wbur.org slash kindworld, and subscribe to the podcast to hear all the episodes. Thanks for listening. I'm Erica Lance. <laughs>